Hey there, everybody. I uh, hope you're doing well. This is Josiah, one of the hosts of The Real Pod. I want to let you all know that I'm alive and well. I'm doing just fine. But anyways, enough about me. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, this week, we picked a topic that most of you all probably are familiar with and hopefully you enjoy. But we've also invited a very, very special guest whose name we will disclose later on. So stay tuned. But anyways, if you're new to The Real Pod, we want to let you know that this is a bi-weekly podcast that creates ongoing dialogue discussing different movies, TV shows, and somewhat of pop culture. So if you love movies or you have something to say about them, because we know most of you all are very opinionated, you are definitely in the right place. So we just want to go ahead and briefly introduce you to our host. Hey guys, I'm Chloe and I'm one of the co-hosts of The Real Pod. Hi guys, I'm Eddie and I'm Chloe's better half and another co-host of The Real Pod. Yeah, so <laughs> today the D- TV show we're going to be discussing is one of Disney Plus's latest releases, WandaVision. And of course, like Josiah said, we're joined by our very special guest, our very first guest, in fact, hopefully the first of many. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hey guys, my name's Emily. I'm a huge fan of The Real Pod. I'm also a big fan of Marvel. I'm really excited for today's podcast. Okay, guys, just to get us started, I'm going to recap about what the show's about. Um, WandaVision follows the MCU's Wanda Maximoff as she struggles to cope with the death of Vision in Infinity War and the death of her parents and twin brother Pietro in previous films. Since Wanda uses old sitcoms to cope with her trauma, she transforms the town into an alternate reality where she and Vision live in various sitcoms throughout decades with the townspeople as background characters. So I know that the three of us have watched the show and I know that we have a lot of opinions that we want to unpack today. So Emily, why don't you get us started off? Okay, well, um, from a series standpoint, I thought WandaVision was really awesome. I've never seen anything like it before. So I really loved how unique it was, like slowly as it started to turn into more of like a big superhero kind of Marvel classic. It was really cool to see that progression, but it was also lacking a little bit, I think, of like Marvel's authenticness in that sense. So I'm a little bit like I have mixed feelings about it, but yeah, that's my like genuine broad overview of it. Does anyone else like have overview opinions? Yeah, I mean, like, I definitely agree. Like, I'm not a huge Marvel person. I saw, like, I see them when they come out, you know, even if I'm a bit lost, like, I'll still go. It's fun, right? Um, So going into it, I didn't really know what I was expecting. But like, I'd seen stuff around it about being like a sitcom. So then, especially when I started to watch it, and then it was giving very much sitcom, I was like, oh, this is cute or whatever. And then it had kind of like, the little leaks of like that kind of weird energy and I was like oh this is cool but then as the show kind of continued it just I don't want to say it got confusing but it felt like it lost its original thing and I don't know if it's just me because I, I definitely didn't know what was happening but like um, especially with the big reveal at the end it just felt so wedged in there that like it kind of made the show less enjoyable if you know if that makes any sense. Um. Yeah I totally agree but before we get any farther I just want to put in a quick spoiler warning because we're about to literally spoil the entire show for y'all 
But um, anyways, let me just say what I thought. I loved like the first four episodes of the show where the sitcom was like black and white and like there's like a lot of housewife jokes because I thought it was like really poking fun at like stereotypes. I thought that was really fun and cool. And then like there's a there's a few scenes where like Wanda like sees in color. Like there's like the weird little like helicopter that she finds in a bush. And then there's like the weird bee suit guy that she sees. And then there's like the woman who like cuts her hand on a glass and then she's like bleeding and then says that she can fix it herself or whatever. And like, I loved all of those scenes because they really just made it feel like uncanny and like very uncomfortable to watch and like really creepy. And I thought that that was the direction the entire show was going to go in. And I really loved the overall feeling. Like the sitcom was great. Everything about it was really great. And then there was a twist at the end with Agatha being the main antagonist. And I was like, oh, um, that was definitely a choice. Like, I honestly hated it. The only thing good that came out of that was the banger, the slap, the icon. It was Agatha all along because that that song on replay, on replay, that song is literally so good. That's the only thing that came out of the twist that I actually liked because literally, I don't know what it was, but like the twist just was so unsatisfying because like it wasn't really like set up. Like Agatha wasn't like, I didn't see her being anything worse than she was, but I guess to like Marvel fans who already knew who Agatha was beforehand, I guess it was like predictable. But as a person who just like casually goes to the movie theaters and sees Marvel, I was like, okay, and for what? Yeah, like I like definitely agreed with you. It was just like, um, it just, it always seems like the the way that the show was set up was just odd to me, you know, because obviously they had like the main villain being the government, which is duh, but like we expected it. It was nice. It was cute, whatever. And then as they were going through the show, they were like explaining the little leaks with the government. So it all like tied up and it made sense that they were the main antagonist. And like, you know, I'm always, du- I'm always down for a twist. I think they're so fun. I think they're so cool. Very neat. 10 out of 10. But like this one just felt so wedged in there that it like, wasn't even enjoyable just like Eddie was saying like duh if you read the comics you knew and I'm not saying that Agatha shouldn't have been the main villain but I just think that the way they set it up was so odd like she's this powerful witch she can do all this she's like doing her thing like she's very powerful right but they like have her doing what the entire show like messing with a dog putting like messing with a talent show performance and for what like why was she doing all of that you know what I mean when she's literally like so powerful like she could be actually messing with things and like the stuff that were legitimately wrong in her little universe situation like wasn't even relating to her which just felt odd to me like that's kind of why but then also speaking of Agatha like before we get into it can we please discuss her looks like I don't remember at what point in the sitcom but like when she had like the the perm and it was like kind of like that was so good on her not that also the acting everything (laughs) about Agatha was just iconic it was just iconic like the costume department was working overtime the hair department put in the work, which I appreciated. Yep. That was one of my favorite things about the series in general, that like it was a really big budget thing. It's Marvel. And they like really put that to use. You can see it in the costumes in the set. It was so perfect for every time period. And I think even if the plot was a little bit spotty, just it was so visually pleasing to watch. 
yeah the show is very much so like i loved watching it also i watched a video and i actually learned that like with the black and white scenes you actually can't have like the actual colors that you want them to wear on set or whatever like you have to like wear different makeup wear different colors and i think vision was even painted like a bluish green color instead of red because when it translates to black and white like it looks weird and like the attention to detail was like really there it was really everybody did a really smexy job like it was a really good everything was really good it was really well done but like my only issue like okay not my only but one of my biggest issues was definitely just agatha's little twist like i loved agatha i loved her entire character but like did i really care that she like wanted to learn about wanda's like power she was like i want to learn how you do your magical spells that are really powerful and they're really huge and like i want to learn like do i really care no i do not care i really don't also the whole entire like salem witch thing that agatha has going on because she's like the daughter of like the head of the coven of witches in salem or whatever i'm literally so tired of salem witches i'm literally the table i i'm full i'm literally full i'm not hungry for salem witches i'm literally full i have not i have no more room left I literally am so dried out of Salem Witches. There's too many movies, too many TV shows, too many random episodes of TV shows. Literally, can we please find witches from somewhere else? Like, yes, I get that it's like in the Marvel comics or whatever that she's involved with the Salem Witches. But like, I really, I am so sorry. But like, I'm just so tired, sick and tired of Salem Witches. Exactly. Like, uh, I get the to stay true to the comics, which I... I, if you can't tell, I didn't read them, <laughs> but like, I get that to stay true to the comics, like she had to be a witch. It was the intro to her, like Wanda's next, um, like character. I forget what she's called, but like, you know what I mean? Like, I understand it, but like really Salem, like there, there are so many other places. Pick anything else, anything else, just pick one. You can make up a coven. Okay, you can make up a trial, but like, why Salem? It's so boring. Just like Eddie was saying, like, it's such a cliche. It's poor. It's overused. It's tired. It's worn out. Let her go to bed. You know, like, it's just, where's the flavor? Where is it? Totally. No, I think it's funny that you both mentioned that because like, as I was watching it towards the end, they give a lot of potential for Wanda to become a villain. Like when she totally transformed into the whole Scarlet Witch thing and like Agatha's motivation for wanting her power is because she's like, you're the Scarlet Witch and your destiny is to destroy the world. And so you're like, whoa, like maybe when we see Wanda again, like maybe like that's a lot of power to have. And she already didn't take the whole vision thing well at all. So we don't know what's how she's gonna react to that. Another funny thing I think is that you guys were talking about the whole big reveal at the end, but it's also, I loved how they, did another reveal where they followed Wanda for like the first couple episodes. And then they didn't bring in like the government until like midway through the series. And I thought that was so smart and like really cool because you see the person coming out of the sewer, see the helicopter, you see all those things and you don't really know what's going on. And then you get all the clarification. So I thought that was really smart. Yeah, I agree that the, the buildup for the government, like to be introduced into the story, literally everything like in regards to that was done so well. Like I was so invested into the story by the time we left Wanda's little hexagon, I think, whatever, Wanda's little like 
illusion that she created for herself by the time we left like i could not stop watching like it was really 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 good also with what you said about her like becoming a villain or whatever or like being destined to destroy the world that entire scene i literally forgot about this until you said that but like this entire scene like the entire ending reminded me so much of dark phoenix from like x-men or whatever literally i don't know why but that entire like sequence was very gene gray-esque like it very it reminded me a lot of that and i don't know how to feel about it it was definitely something it was definitely something yeah like i know what you're talking about i i remember this being like a thing like um i have another friend she's really into uh, marvel too and i remember she was talking to me like right around the time that dark phoenix came out and it was like a whole thing on the internet because everyone was upset it got like it lost a bunch of box sale off or box office sales because of like Wanda and the plots were too similar or something like that like I don't entirely remember but like I get what you mean and then obviously just like you guys were saying I I think that the show was really really well done like I love how they built it up I love like the little cameos like those were so good and those were so interesting and then I especially um I like how they circled back like that's something that I really enjoy in tv I don't know if it's just me but like that kind of thing where they like oh they go through the day but then towards the end they like show you what actually happened and it all makes sense like I love like the the way that it all lays together I think that's so interesting but like um obviously the whole Agatha thing like we're we're on it <laughs> like that thing just felt so awkward but especially with her childhood too because like I said a million times I'm not a huge Marvel person so like I know what happened to Wanda I know her backstory I know like her parents were dead and that was kind of Akko talk oh my god that's so insensitive I'm so sorry <laughs> but like um I know that that entire thing happened but I didn't like for because <laughs> please I didn't like form a connection to her family and I didn't really understand and especially when they explain like why she why it was a sitcom I thought that was so so interesting so yeah I definitely agree I think the show was really really well done okay but on that note because you're talking about her family I totally agree and it kind of the series makes you miss Pietro because you realize like another big part of her motivation was that not only did she lose her parents and the love of her life but also her brother to Ultron, who was someone that she was working with. So it stings a lot that like the reason that he was killed was partially kind of her fault. And I think that's a big thing is that she feels responsible for everything. And so this anomaly is her way of fixing it. Right. So I'm like on the fence about them bringing the Pietro like recast Agatha thing. Honestly, it did kind of feel like an excuse to like use Evan Peters just like randomly. Um, I didn't really plot wise get that part totally, but it did make sense when you find out like who he really is. It was a little unclear. Yeah, they definitely just brought him in to like thirst trap a whole bunch of people who are obsessed with him from HS. And literally, I was like, but for why? Because like, He's the same guy, I think, who plays Quicksilver in X-Men, who's like has the same name, who has like the same hero name as um as Wanda's brother or whatever. So people thought that this was going to be like, whoa, like a big D, like a big Marvel and X-Men crossover, or whatever. Like, whatever. People are like, oh my god, this is gonna be like huge. And it just wasn't. Like, I don't know that much about it, but like. I was like, but why? Like, it didn't make sense. Also, like, how did Wanda even believe for a second that that was anything real that was going on? Because, like, literally, babe, you're in control. Like, obviously, 
obviously that's not what's happening. Also, on the track that we were talking about, like her parents and Pietro dying, can we just talk about the fact that Wanda literally never gets a break? Like Wanda literally, her life is just one tragedy after, after the next. And there is never any rest. She literally never gets to sleep. She literally has to sleep with her eyes open, her third eye open, her fourth eye open. Like she has to literally like watch her back because everybody around her dies all the time. Like literally first it was her parents, then Pietro, then Vision, and then her kids that she made inside of the little matrix that she had. Like, yes, even though they're like technically sort of not real, they definitely like, they had like a place in her heart. They had a place in my heart. When she put them to sleep and like kissed them on the forehead, I was like, girl, not her kid's about to die. Cause like, at least like there is a second vision, like the white vision that was like out there or whatever. Like, at least there's like that. So like, she won't be separated from vision for like forever or whatever, but like her kids are gone. <laughs> like they're never coming back. Like at least Vision like has his memories somewhat like the other one, but like her kids are literally like gone and that's like tragic. Wait, I thought, I thought what happened was like the vision that Wanda created came face to face with the government vision. And then the Wanda vision, the Wanda made vision gives the memories, all of Vision's memories to the government vision and so then like government vision is now real vision and destroys Wanda made vision. That's what I thought. So I thought there really was only one. And then when he says goodbye to her, it's a real vision. And I thought that's the whole point because the government doesn't get their weapon and Wanda doesn't get vision either. I'm pretty sure that the white vision with the blue eyes, like he just like flew away and like did not come back. And then like the Wanda made vision like stayed and then like they said goodbye to each other. And now she's like walking away. And I feel like it's set up like for another movie for her to like meet the government made vision and like for them to like encounter each other. I feel like it just like left threads open for them to come back in their movie that they're coming out with like next year or whatever and be like, hey, here's Wanda and Vision back together. Your OTP, your favorite couple back together again. But like, it was yeah, it kind of was confusing. The whole entire show was like definitely... Like, towards the ending, I was very, like, what is going on? Yeah, okay, and then, okay, wait. I just, y'all reminded me. I don't want to, like, circle back. But literally, what was the thing with her brother? What was it? She made the, she made, hello? She made the universe. Everyone there was under her control. So people don't just be popping up. Like, everyone that was there you knew about so how did you not know that it wasn't him that didn't make sense was it like a grief thing where she's like i just want to believe it i don't know what it was but it was weird and i was looking at him and i was like okay so y'all need to tell me that not only are we gonna not gonna address the fact that um this is definitely doesn't make sense because you control everyone here but he doesn't even remotely look the same so please wanda put some clues together Use some critical thinking, okay? Implore some critical thinking skills because baby, what is this? That did not make sense. The math was not mathing, that it was not adding up. If two plus two is four, if five plus five is 10, what is this? What is this? And I was just sitting there and I'm like, I know you lying. Like, I know that they did not just recast Homeboy. So what is this? And I guess they've like made it an Agatha thing. And even this, like the Agatha thing, what did this do for her? besides just causing a bit of chaos 
like it was just so unnecessary i think and this just again back to the agatha thing like everything that she did before like her big reveal just felt so odd it was just odd to me but like yeah definitely what y'all were saying i have no idea what they're gonna do with like the new vision but like i thought it was so fun how like the visions battle was just intellect i thought it was fitting so well i was like yes this makes sense this is what i want to see like obviously we're not going to marvel for like some therapy because we would not be having this whole show would not have happened if miss girl just got some therapy but beside the point like obviously i'm here for the fight because it's a marvel movie but like it's it was just so much more interesting i feel and like it fit the character so well just to have them like argue each other down or not even argue but they were like circling and they're like i'm so smart and i thought it was so fun but yeah that's what was all i totally agree that's what was also confusing about the pietro thing because she's controlling everything so she should have known that pietro was i think she did in some sense but she it was also a grief thing but that's why i was confused in the beginning when the little weird things started happening like when the girl was like i forgot her name when she was like oh like oh it was agnes when she was still agnes she was like oh do you want me to start again or when the girl was like stop it stop it and she wouldn't stop repeating herself i didn't understand she acted like she didn't know that all of it was fake, but she would have known because it was her, you know? So I was just confused why she kept acting like she was in Vision's position and had no idea what was going on because she did. She orchestrated the whole thing. So I guess that was a little bit unclear in the beginning. Yeah, like I was very confused on whether like in the beginning she was confused and then like she took control of it. Like when everything initially started and I was like making up my little theories as we all did, I thought that like the hexagon was there already. And then like she just like walked in and like took control of it or something like subconsciously, like on accident and like a moment of grief. And then that just that just like turned out to not be true. But at the same time, I feel like it would have been like better. It would have made a little bit more sense than her like literally enslaving like thousands of people, literally enslaving and torturing thousands of people so that they could act inside of her perfect life. Like, babe, this is not the American dream. <laughs> like, what are you? Literally every time Vision like momentarily freed one of the townspeople, they were like, please help, help, help. It hurts. It hurts so bad. Ah, she's in my head. I just want to go home to my family. Ah. I was like, girl, Wanda is literally torturing them. Wanda is literally putting hot pokers into their brain right now. And we're just going to pretend like she's not. Like, I love Wanda. I love Wanda. She's literally wife. She is bae. I love Wanda. Like, literally my favorite. But at the same time, she was literally torturing people and, like, knew about it. So I feel like it would have been better if it was, like, a subconscious thing. Because, like, yeah, like, she's powerful. But she was, girl was literally torturing people. And, like, at the end, when I first watched it, I was like, okay, like, why are they all staring at Wanda? Like, do they want to fight? Like, I guess they want to fight. Because, like, Wanda is perfect. Like, she could not do any wrong. But, like, looking back at it, they all have, like, a very good reason to hate her. Like, honestly, like, they should burn her at the stake at that point. Because, like, she literally tortured them. Like, that is so horrible. Like, what is Please, she doing? not the burning at the stake. Um, that was... Look, I get what you mean. Like, obviously, there... I, 
please. I was setting it up like I'm going to argue in her favor. I'm not. She was definitely torturing them. But I think it's like really interesting to think about um, because especially with Vision, like when he confronted her originally and he was like, you're controlling everyone. And she was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I feel like it like it leads to an interesting discussion. Like, do y'all think it was actually a conscious decision? I don't think it was conscious. Like, I don't think she meant to make the universe. But I think once she did, there was no way she didn't know what she was doing. Oh, wait, that would make a lot of sense that she was subconscious and then she didn't know and then she didn't realize that she could control everything until midway because that would explain why she was confused at first. Yeah, because like, I don't know, like her understanding what she was doing from the beginning just makes it all not only like stop making sense a little bit, but it also like makes it really bad for Wanda. Like that's morally black, babe. That is not morally gray. If she knew what she was doing from the beginning, like that is literally morally black. But also, I guess we could, like, excuse it because she literally was, like, she was going through it. Also, also, this is, like, sort of unrelated. But, like, I just feel like I had to bring it up. The scene where Wanda is, like, talking to her kids on the couch. And they're, like, Mommy, are you okay? And she's, like, boys, I woke up this morning and I just didn't want to. I was, like, oh, my God. I literally related so hard. Because, like, literally Wanda was, like, I just woke up and I just did not want to. And she she just started, like, laughing to herself or whatever. I was like, this is so, I love Wanda for this. Like, there was, like, little scenes, like, especially in that section where it was, like, sort of, like, modern-ish. It was, like, 90s, I think, like, 90s sitcom era. But, like, she was, like, talking to the camera, like, breaking the fourth wall. And those little moments were so iconic. And I just loved them. I think that was, like, a, an ode to The Office. Also, really quick, okay, you know how you were talking about when Vision, like, brings the people back to their senses momentarily? I think, like, the unironic, like, funniest moment in the scene is when Vision is in his, like, original comic Vision costume with his pants, like, pulled up so high. And then they try and make it all serious by him, like, bringing Agnes back. And he's sitting there, like, discovering everything out. And it gets all scary and freaky. But he's, like, in these high-waisted neon yellow pants. And you have to watch it and just be, like... Yeah, I was definitely, like, also, those costumes that they wore that were, like, giving a nod back to their original comic book costumes, iconic. I literally loved the whole entire Halloween episode. I was like, oh, my God, this is so good. Also, all of the people who are, like, driving at the edge of town and, like, frozen and, like, crying, like, there's literally, like, singular drops of tears falling down their face and they're, like, frozen, like, they can't move, like, they're literally conscious, but, like, their mind is trapped inside of their body. That is so sad. That is literally so tragic. Like they literally are like trapped in their body. Like that is. Mm. All right. Well, I guess that just about wraps up the conversation for this week, but let's see if you all want to know more, or you want to see some more input from our hosts, maybe we can try to do a part two. So make sure you let us know, reach out to us. And let us know. Maybe we'll do a part two. But, you know, as always, make sure that you stay connected. Follow us on Instagram at the underscore real pod. And you can also find our podcast on any major podcast distributor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, wherever you want to go. It is there. Well, we thank you for joining us this week and stay tuned.